Welcome back to the second episode of the year. I have a good feeling about 2022. Collectively with my clients and online, I am just feeling the positive flow coming through. People are setting bigger goals than ever. I'm seeing women step into their power and confidence. And I'm just excited. So I hope you are as well. But before I jump into today's episode where I'm going to be sharing with you how I've set up my schedule for more success, I would just love to thank you for your support of Couch Chats so far. I am beyond grateful for your support and I would love to ask a huge favor of you. If you have enjoyed this podcast so far or any of the episodes that I've released, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories, share a key takeaway or reason why you love listening to this podcast and be sure to tag me at jess.williamson8 so I can reshare it and give you a little shout out too. I will honestly love you forever. But if you also know someone who would really get a lot out of this podcast, you can actually copy the link and share it directly with them. Because if you've been finding this helpful, I have no doubt that your friends are very like-minded and are ready to really grow and scale up their business and their mindset too. So I'm sure they would be super grateful for you sharing that with them. Just wanted to start with that as a huge favor. I honestly will love you forever if you can help me make a bigger impact on this world, which is exactly why I come to you every single week with a new episode so that we can all rise and grow together. So this year, I am really ready to seriously step it up and we'll be sharing with you more than ever here on Couch Chat Podcast how I'm doing that too. So there's something that I worked out on the best way to grow and to really see results in the pursuit of your goals. There are three parts to any growth. Number one is learning and really immersing yourself in the knowledge and soaking up as much as you can. Number two or step number two is then actually implementing and acting on that knowledge and living, breathing, doing what you've just learned. And then step number three or level three is then teaching people what you are now living, breathing and have learned. So number one is learning, number two, implementing and number three, teaching. So what I see at the moment online is a lot of people doing number one and a lot of people doing number three, but they're missing out number two, which is like the most important part. So we need to often take a step back and actually have a look at our lives and ask yourself, am I currently living and breathing what I'm learning firstly And then if you're out there teaching, if you're sharing your knowledge with everyone, then have a little bit of time to reflect and ask yourself, am I walking the talk? Am I really embodying what I'm teaching and sharing with everyone as well? Because there's always more that we can do, right? We can always implement it a little bit better or implement it to a higher standard or a next level. And if you're not already living and breathing it enough yet, then how can you learn it better or how can you learn it deeper and then go and implement it into every area of your life or your business? This is where you really see growth. 
This is where you'll really see yourself thrive, but it's also something that I've always looked at when choosing a coach or when investing in my own growth and learning. Are they actually living and have they done what I'm wanting to do? Because I want to learn from those people, right? If they're just talking about it, they're just teaching it out of a textbook, but they haven't actually lived it yet, then they can understand it to a certain degree, but they can't understand it on a much deeper level. And so I want to learn from the people who have actually gone out there. They've hit the pavement. They've had the nose. They've had the setbacks. I want to learn from those people. So I've just invested a big lump of cash into my own coach for 2022. And I am so excited because she just embodies everything that I'm working towards. She lives it and she breathes it. And that is something that I also wanted to bring to your attention because anyone can be an expert these days. Anyone can start an online profile and start posting about things, right? But I'm seeing a lot of regurgitation of facts. Now, that's great, but let's really start implementing it. Let's take 2022 as the year where we really start living it, really start breathing it, because that's where you're going to grow. That's where you can not only help people on a deeper level, if you're a coach, if you're a service provider, if you're someone that's sharing their knowledge or advice online, Because that's where you're going to grow. You can help people on a deeper level because you have lived it yourself. So that's one thing that I've started 2022 with is really committing to my growth, hiring my coach. It was a little bit scary, but I'm always working on that next level self. I'm always investing in my own learning so that I can continue to grow, to live it, to experience it, and then share that knowledge with you guys as well. And that's what I'm really setting out to do this year through Couch Chats podcast, through my Instagram, through my membership, through my, you know, offerings, my one-on-one coaching, all of that. It's going to help me to help you so much deeper. But hopefully you can take some of that inside away and implement it into your own life and business as well. So let's get into the main reason you're here, which is all about how I plan my schedule for success. This is the number one question that I get asked is how do you plan your schedule? How do you plan your months? How do you plan your days? What habits do you have? And how do you have so much time for the beach? (laughs) But so much time also for growing my business and working towards my goals or not feeling guilty by taking time off. There are so many moving parts that go into creating an effective schedule that works for you. Now, this is not a one size fits all. This is not an exact blueprint that you should be following because I'm so passionate about helping you find your own unique path that works for you, but I wanted to share the lessons that I've learned and how I've managed to master my schedule so that I can have more success in all areas of my life. This is not straight out of productivity textbook or an exec template or anything like that. This is literally what I have lived and I've worked it out. I've done a lot of trial and error along the way to work out what works for me. So I hope that some of this can help save you some time on your pursuit to mastering your schedule too. So everyone these days is chasing more freedom, but what they actually forget 
is that the key to having more freedom is actually getting better at scheduling and having better control over your calendar. Let me say that again. The solution or the secret to having more freedom is actually getting more controlled at your schedule, having better control over your calendar. Now, that's not to say that every day always goes to plan because it certainly doesn't. (laughs) Every day can look so different, but I love the flexibility and the variety. And I feel so grateful to be doing what I love every single day. So first, I actually wanted to start out with my key habits, and then I'm going to dive into how I've structured my week, how I've structured each day of the week as well. So my days normally start with getting up somewhere around 7 a.m. I need my sleep. (laughs) I'm not an early riser. I'm not doing the 5 a.m. club. I wake up around 7 a.m. I have my breakfast and I have my morning matcha. And so having my breakfast and my morning matcha or a juice are my non-negotiables for me to fuel my body for the day. So in the past, I used to wake up and get straight on my phone or straight on my computer because I was so anxious about all the things I had to get done in the day. I wanted to hit the ground running straight away, get a head start on my day. But the problem with that was that as soon as I got on the computer, I forgot that time even existed. Maybe you're there now. And I would get on the computer and before I knew it, it would be 3 p.m., And I would think, oh my gosh, I'm sitting here, still in my pajamas, still haven't eaten breakfast, haven't washed my face, haven't done anything other than work. (laughs) We're human beings, right? We're not human doings. And our bodies need fuel to function. So there's a whole nother story to my health journey as well. But honestly, starting my day with food, even when I didn't feel hungry, because a lot of the time I didn't feel hungry in the morning, but I now make sure that I have that because at least then I fueled my body for the day. What happens if we don't give ourselves food for too long is our body goes into a state of stress and a state of shock and a survival mechanism. So it starts releasing all of the hormones that trigger the stress response in the body. And I had huge breakouts. I had, you know, all the signs of stress that you could even think of. Now, this is my absolute non-negotiable. And if you want to learn more about the stress and health in the body, go and have a look at or listen to my episode that I did a couple of weeks ago with Sarah Shell, and she is a naturopath who focuses on stress and burnout. So definitely go and have a listen to that once you've finished listening to this, because it is such a great episode around that specifically. Back to the morning routine. Sometimes I'll go to Pilates and I try and do this three two or three times a week. Sometimes I'll do a home workout or sometimes I'll go and do reformer Pilates. After that, I'll come back and I'll usually get into my work. But I literally schedule everything in. I have a to-do list, but then I go and schedule everything into my calendar, including time to shower, including time to eat and exercise Otherwise, it's just so easy to push those to the side because you're so busy and you're so stressed and you have so much else to do. Maybe you're not one of these people, but I know there's plenty of you listening here who maybe put those things 
lower down on your priority list like I did. And so I now make sure that I schedule that in because otherwise we see an eight hour workday or maybe you're doing a 10, 12, 14 hour workday right now. We'll get to that. But let's just use eight as a standard. You see an eight hour workday and you think, oh, I could do that in an hour. I could do that in half an hour. I could do that in two hours. And you've just filled up eight hours, right? But we don't think about, well, what about toilet break time? What about just like breaks in general, phone scrolling time, shower time, getting ready time, all of these things that you know, especially if you work from home, sometimes we forget to leave time for that. And then we end up eating at our desks or uh, we rush and we just grab a banana and that will do right. But I make sure that I schedule now an hour and a half, sometimes even two hours, but usually an hour and a half for my lunch break every day, because I know that sometimes I keep pushing that out and I'm like, oh, I'll just do one more thing. I'll just do one more thing. Or I get distracted replying to DMs or creating reels or something like that. And it eats into my lunchtime. And if I didn't allow an hour and a half, that would be the lunch break gone. And then I'd be like, oops, missed my lunch. I'll jump into the next thing that's scheduled for the day. Right? So I allow an hour and a half buffer time to make sure that I eat properly. I have time to make something if I need to. I don't have to rush it. If I want, I can go sit outside in the sunshine or sometimes, to be honest, I even watch a midday movie if I feel like it. Um, But I go with the flow and I allow enough time for that as well. But I schedule absolutely everything in my calendar. Otherwise, it would just be maxed out with productivity and there would be absolutely no time for anything else. Because we're all overachievers. I know you're here listening to this podcast. You're probably meant to be having a break or having a lunch break or going on a nice relaxing walk. And you're probably listening to this podcast while you're doing that, right? So that's why we do need to schedule these things in. Otherwise, our over-efficiency, our ambitiousness is just going to take over and you you often put those things to the side. That's just me anyway. <laughs> and that's how I've worked. I am interrupting your listening because I have something super exciting coming up. I am running a free masterclass on the 19th of January and you can register now. The masterclass is going to be all about the three unspoken rules of five figure months that don't involve hustling harder. So if you're wanting to create more income in your business without sacrificing your lifestyle, then this masterclass is for you. You can register now and save your spot via the link in the show notes. Otherwise, head over to my website, jessicawilliamson.com.au and save your spot. I'll see you there. So that's kind of how I plan out my days. Now I'm going to break it down per day. So different days of the week I use for different purposes. So on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings, so only three mornings a week, this is when I do my coaching calls with my one-on-one clients. So they can book it in for whenever suits them, but these are the openings that I allow in my calendar. The mornings are open for that because that is when my brain works the best. If you catch me in the afternoon, I'm not usually as efficient. I've usually used up a lot of my energy. And so I really want to make sure that I give my best to my clients on those days. So I have most of them scheduled between 9am and 
p.m., so lunchtime, because I know that I work best mid to late morning. Maybe you work best very early in the morning. Maybe you're one of those people who work best in the afternoon or the night. And so really understanding where your energy levels sit so you can schedule certain things for certain times of the day where you feel most energized is really going to be key. When I'm doing my coaching calls, this is where I really get to guide my clients. We work on their goals, we overcome any challenges, and we really map out a plan to get them closer to their goals. So I only do these three days a week in the mornings, and I only ever have two to three clients per day so that I can allow space for myself to recharge and to come into each call fresh. In the past, I actually left my calendar open and I often ended up with six calls back to back. I'm talking not even a two minute break. I would sit there and I have to be fully energetically there. I have to show up for my clients in the best way possible to hold space for them. I have to be focused. I can't check emails. You know, I need to be fully on. And so there's no time for a toilet break. There's no time for eating or drinking because then I would be two minutes late to the next one and then that would push the next one out even further and it would just be a whole, like, doctor's issue, you know, right? When you go to the doctor, your appointment's at a certain time and you end up waiting an hour and a half. I'm not here for that. I am on time every single time for my clients because I really want to respect their time as well. So that was a big mistake that I made early on and that didn't last too long. I learned pretty quickly that I can block out certain times in my calendar system and that has really been amazing. So I do cap it at two or three on any given day, but I only do it on those three days of the week. So with my calendar as well, just a quick note on that, I have it all automated. So it's all set up in the back end so that That firstly saved me a ton of time and it helps my clients as well. They can manage their own calendars. They can book in when works for them. So each day, just while I'm on the topic of my one-on-one coaching, each day I also have Voxer voice memo chats with my one-on-one clients to support and guide them on their journey. So they have access to me Monday to Friday to help support them with any questions or challenges that pop up as well. So I check this at least once a day, usually twice a day, once in the morning, once in the afternoon, because I really want to make sure that if my clients have a challenge or they have a question, that they can get a pretty prompt response from me in that way so that they can move on or overcome that challenge and continue kicking their goals. So that's my one-on-one client's situation, right? (laughs) I also have turned off the notifications for the Voxer though, because again, I want to make sure that I'm in a mindset where I'm fully present for my clients. So I make sure that I have designated times in the day where I check it and that I can really be you know, really be present to answer their questions and give them the best advice as possible. If I just had the notifications on, and this is a key for anything, I have notifications off for everything because what it does is it firstly interrupts your day. But secondly, if I was multitasking, I was focusing on emails and then I'm quickly replying to a message and then I'm jumping into Instagram and then I reply to another message, I'm not going to be as focused or as Um, diligent in my responses as well. So that works both ways for me. 
Just while I'm on the topic of one-on-one coaching, if you are interested, I do have some spots opening up in February and probably March as well. So you can jump on over to my website and apply for a free call with me. And what we'll do is once you've applied, my team will approve your application and then you'll be able to book in with me into my calendar, just like I explained. And we can have a bit of a chat around how I might be able to help support you reaching your goals this year, because we're going to be doing some pretty big and fun stuff in 2022. So if you do want some support with that, make sure you head over to my website and you can apply there for a free call. Otherwise, I will put the link in the show notes for you as well. Then it takes us to Tuesdays. So every second week, on a Tuesday. So I do this every fortnight. I have my dreamers and doers membership lesson where I get to share some of my experience and knowledge with the members on a live masterclass. Usually after this video lesson, I try and bulk create content for the week or even the upcoming weeks. So usually I've got my hair and makeup done at least. I'm not like slobbing around in trackies or pajamas or something that's just not appropriate for online video content. Um, So usually I'm ready, I'm dressed, I've got my hair and makeup done, I've got my lighting set up. So I really like to optimize my time by grouping this video lesson with similar tasks. So quite often I will record extra reels, I might do some extra stories, I might record some podcasts because I'm already in the vibe and the mindset of content creation. So I like to usually group things like that on a Tuesday after I do my membership video. I'm usually coming off on a high because I'm just so excited and so pumped with all the women inside the group that I'm just in a really, really great headspace to then jump straight into some content creation and keep that momentum going. So you can do that with all sorts of tasks. I would highly recommend grouping similar tasks together. It is so much more efficient as well. So now I've covered Monday, Wednesday and Thursday mornings and every second Tuesday. That leaves me with every afternoon and every second Tuesday or every other Tuesday to work on my business. So this is the time where I like to work on new projects. I like to work on my admin, my own social media. Maybe I'm replying to DMs or sometimes I'm just taking a rest (laughs) or maybe running my own errands or maybe I'm catching up with a friend or going to Pilates in the afternoon instead of the morning. The afternoons just allow me that extra bit of flexibility because like I said, my energy usually is a bit lower in the afternoons. So that is when I will maybe take a break, maybe go for a walk, maybe have a rest. But quite often I might use it for working on my own business. Now you'll notice that out of the week, I only have three mornings for actual client work, right? The rest is working on my own business. So often I see people doing it the opposite way around where they work like 90% of their week on their client work. And then maybe if they even have time, they might work on their own business. Now, in order to grow, in order to have space for inspiration and creativity, we do need to allow more time working on our own business and our own priorities and having dedicated time for that client work as well. So when working on new projects or new courses or new lessons that I'm working on, 
I usually need a lot of focus time. So I make sure that I turn off all notifications. I close everything other than what I'm working on. And I let my team know or my VA know, I'm just going to be offline for a little while. If you need me, I'll check in with you a little bit later. So sometimes I'll actually even go and block out extra days. So if I have a really busy week or if I have, let's say, an event or my retreat, I like to book out extra time either side of those to recharge, recuperate my batteries, but also I'll do that if I want to work on new projects. So rather than maybe having client calls on the Monday, maybe I'll block out a Monday every now and then. And then that way I can have that flexibility to ease into my weeks every now and then. And I also have that flexibility then to have a whole day with no schedule other than what I need to work on. And that allows me to really get in the flow of creation as well. So now this brings me to Fridays. I didn't forget. um, And Fridays is possibly my favorite routine that I've implemented. So Fridays are always blocked out in my calendar. I have no calls. I have no meetings. And the day is just reserved for me to do whatever it is that I want or feel like. So sometimes Fridays for me can look like learning and upskilling without interruptions. And this is something that I see a lot of business owners not making much time for is learning and upskilling. So I've dedicated, you know, this time if I want to, I've got Fridays for that. Sometimes Fridays are just catching up with friends or family. Maybe it's taking myself on dates to the beach without multitasking on work while I'm at the beach. Maybe it's just a day where I need to have a sleep in and rest and recuperate. Or maybe I might be catching up with work if I need to relieve some of that pressure off other days. So yes, it is my day that I blocked out where I don't do work, but sometimes if I need to, That just means that the other days I'm not working till 8 p.m., right? Sometimes in business, there are days and weeks where we have a ton load of extra work to do. And so by me having this Friday as a buffer, if I have done enough for the week, I can have fun, I can go out, I can rest, recuperate. But it also relieves some stress for the rest of the week if I do want to move some of my core work onto that Friday as well. So maybe one of the other days when I had planned to do some work in the afternoon, maybe I'm just not feeling it. I'm a bit tired. I've burnt myself out a little bit or whatever it might be. So I might move that to the Friday. Last Friday, I'll give you an example. Last Friday was fun because I went for a day trip to Bunbury. So for those not in Perth or not in Western Australia, it is a small town about two hours south of where I live. It is a beach town and it is just a beautiful little area down there. And a good friend of mine just moved down there. So I went for a day trip to check out her new home. We went to a winery for lunch and we went for a day at the beach and just relaxed and got to catch up. So, I mean, isn't that what life's for, right? We work so hard in our business to create this freedom, but the problem is that tomorrow or this freedom or this idea of success that we're waiting for never comes. So how can you implement some of this into your life right now? I know plenty of you have probably had some really nice time off over Christmas, enjoyed some holidays, got to see more friends or spent more time with family. 
why can't we implement that into the rest of our year? Why do we have to wait until the end of the year to do that? Or why do we have to wait until we're more successful or wait until we hit a certain income level till we allow ourselves to have this time and freedom? You can have that now. So I would encourage you to look at where you might be able to implement some of this. Now, this took me five years to work towards, right? And I would hope it doesn't take you five years, but I had to learn a lot of lessons along the way or unlearn a lot of ways of working along the way, remove a lot of guilt around taking time out when everyone else is working and all of that as well. But you can start to implement some of those fun things in your life today. Just have a look at your calendar, see what you want to do and just start to implement it in a small way. Maybe you start with 15 minutes a week. Maybe you start with an hour here and there. But just have a look at what you can do for now. For one thing that I would highly encourage you to do is block out more white space than you think you need. So we usually feel our schedules so full. We assume that we're going to be 100% productive all the time, but that's just not the reality, right? Sometimes we're about 30% productive. Sometimes we're 50%. Sometimes we are 100% and we're on fire and we're going ahead and we're kicking goals. But sometimes we forget to go with the flow too. So I always make sure that I allow double the amount of time that I think I need in my days, firstly. And secondly, I put in a lot of blank space. So I use the example of my lunch break. I allow an hour and a half. Doesn't mean I always take an hour and a half. Sometimes I take two hours. Sometimes I end up taking three and moving some things around. But putting more white space into your calendar is really key. Like allow white space for just doing nothing. Like if you want to scroll or do some online shopping, just allow white space to do whatever the heck it is you feel like doing in that time. So that is really, really important because we're not always 100% efficient. We're not always 100% productive. So that's where I have a whole day on Friday. So that is my blank space, my white space day on Friday. Um, But I also actually block off a whole week around that time of month where my energy is much lower so that I'm able to rest if I need to as well. And if you are interested in learning more about how your cycles and how you can work with your cycles and your energy, I did an episode with my amazing friend, Daniela Elias, and it was all about how you can plan your business around your cycle. So definitely go and check that one out. It might've been a couple of months ago. So just scroll down and you should be able to find it there. But that has really, really been a game changer for me. Allowing more white space, having my Fridays, having my afternoons a little bit more flexible and having a week each month around that time of the month so that If I feel great and energized, then I can work and I can do some fun stuff. If I don't feel great, then I can allow myself that time to rest as well. But the reason, main reason why I block out that week is because I know that my energy isn't so great. And so I don't want to be showing up for client calls, not a hundred percent in the game, not a hundred percent focused as I'd want to be. So that has really, really been an important thing for me to start doing. Now I want to know, is this something you want to experience too? Maybe you're thinking, Jess, that sounds great, but I can't because of X, Y, Z. 
Jess, that sounds great, but I'm just too busy. I'm just working towards all my goals right now. So sounds great, but I might do that later. Let me know if that's you. Come on over, send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to just chat with you about it. Like, what did you think of this episode? Is this something that you would love to experience, but maybe you feel like there's some roadblocks or there's some challenges or there's some reasons why you can't necessarily have that right now? And I would love to chat with you around how you can possibly make that happen for yourself because it is possible. It's possible for you too. Just because I've done it, it's taken me five years to get here. It doesn't mean it has to take you that long. You can have that now. Now, this brings me to the weekends. So weekends are the first thing that I implemented about three years ago in taking off, right? As business owners, sometimes we start our business and we think, great, two extra days to work on my goals, two extra days to work on my to-do list. And then we end up working seven days a week, 20 hours a day. We don't get enough time to give our mind or body a break. And by a break, I, you know, maybe you're like, Jess, I already have my weekends off, but are you still on your phone? Do you still have emails pinging? Do you still have DMs or messages or things happening online coming through? Weekends are something that I use to completely switch off. Fridays are my day where I might fill in some extra time, right? But weekends are absolutely sacred. They're the time where I switch off. And most of the time, I'm not on my phone at all. I don't check my emails. Sometimes I might check Instagram for personal use, but otherwise it's a full break so that I can be 100% present with my partner, Chris, with my friends or my family, or even just myself because introvert life means I need a lot of alone time too. (laughs) But this is the importance of having that time. So if you start with anything, I would highly encourage you to start with even just a Saturday, Even just start with a Saturday. Maybe Saturday and Sunday is a big stretch for you right now if you're currently doing work on your weekends. Just start with a Saturday and see how you go. Sunday evenings are the only time I check on my business because I like to feel organized for the week. So I'll rearrange my calendar and I'll prioritize some of my to-do list or my work for that week. I might also do an Instagram post and check on social media, but that is it. There is no actual work happening. It is simply setting me up to feel more at ease, to feel more in control, and to make sure that my week sets me up for success, that I've made time for all of the things that I want to fit in, all of the balance that I want to incorporate into my week as well. By doing this, then the rest of my week flows so much easier and I know what I'm working on that week to mentally prepare. I want to know now that you've heard how I organize my week. Like I said at the start, it's all about finding what works for you, not to just take an exact blueprint of my week and put it into yours. Maybe there are some elements of my schedule that you're like, oh my gosh, I need this. I need to implement this right now. Uh, That sounds great, Jess. But what I want to know is, What does your dream life look like? What does your dream week look like? Not what does your current week with a few tweaks look like. I'm saying what does your dream week look like? What would you be doing each day? How would that look and feel? 
I would love to hear from you because I get so excited about this. So make sure you come on over, send me a DM and just let me know. Hey, Jess, loved your episode on your schedule. This is what my dream life looks like. This is what I'm envisioning for myself. Come and tell me because I want to get excited for you and um, help see how we can make that happen for you right now so that you don't have to keep waiting until tomorrow or till the day when it's possible because it's possible right now. So I hope that's given you some insight into how I schedule my weeks. You know, that's just a, a bit of a summary. Every week looks quite different, to be honest, but that is a summary so you can get a bit of insight into how I schedule my weeks up for success and also my days and months <laughs> and making sure that you have time for those things that you really, really value as well. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I cannot wait to hear from you and what your dream life looks like. Until next time, I will see you next Tuesday. We now release on Tuesdays, used to be Thursdays. So keep an eye out, hit subscribe, make sure you share this podcast with friends, share it on your social media, and let's continue to rise together. Have an amazing week and I can't wait to see you all living your dream life's your dream weeks in no time. See ya.